Hello, you're listening to Sarah McCoy, and this is a one-time special edition of my podcast. I've been a Bible teacher at Owasso First Assembly in Owasso, Oklahoma for over 40 years, and I love the way God's Word shows itself practical to today, time after time. This installment is entitled, C.S. Lewis and the Coronavirus. Maybe you recall that Clive Staples Lewis lived from about 1898 to 1963. He was a well-known British writer and also a lay theologian. He wrote The Chronicles of Narnia, The Great Divorce, The Screwtape Letters, Mere Christianity, in fact, 30 books in all. And he was a professor at Oxford. Recently, some of his essays were republished in a book that's called Present Concerns, Journalistic Essays. And one of those was written in 1948 about the atomic bomb, which was a great concern to people at the time. It was called On Living in an Atomic Age. And when you read this essay and think of the coronavirus instead of the atomic bomb, it is still so wonderfully applicable, the way this thought transcends time, that it would be worth it for you to hear what he had to say. It's been making its rounds in several places on the internet because it's just so appropriate for right now. He says, In one way, we think a great deal too much of the atomic bomb. How are we to live in an atomic age? I am tempted to reply, why, as you would have lived in the 16th century, when the plague visited London almost every year, or as you would have lived in a Viking age when raiders from Scandinavia might land and cut your throat any night, or, indeed, as you're already living in an age of cancer, an age of syphilis, an age of paralysis, an age of air raids, an age of railway accidents, an age of motor accidents. In other words, do not let us begin by exaggerating the novelty of our situation. Believe me, dear sir or madam, you and all whom you love were already sentenced to death before the atomic bomb was invented, and quite a high percentage of us were going to die in unpleasant ways. We had indeed one very great advantage over our ancestors, anesthetics, but we have that still. It is perfectly ridiculous to go about whimpering and drawing long faces because the scientists have added one more chance of painful and premature death to a world which already bristled with such chances and in which death itself was not a chance at all but a certainty. This is the first point to be made, and the first action to be taken is to pull ourselves together. If we are all going to be destroyed by an atomic bomb, let that bomb, when it comes, find us doing sensible and human things, praying, working, teaching, reading, listening to music, bathing the children, playing tennis, chatting to our friends over a pint and a game of darts, not huddled together like frightened sheep and thinking about bombs. They may break our bodies, A microbe can do that, but they need not dominate our minds. Isn't that amazing?
the way that it applies to today. And let me just end by reminding you of what the Apostle Paul said in Philippians 4, 4 through 9, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, Whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. If this podcast has been a help to you, please pass it along. 